Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to another edition of the Blacksmith's Furnace. With me, Pete. My lad Mo. Yeah. The pagan Robert ain't about. I guess we know we're saying this about me for the past two weeks as well. It's cool. Pagan <laughs> Robert ain't about. You yeah. yeah. I mean, you'll see who's consistent around here. So I ain't, I ain't got to blow my own horn, you know. But. Do you know what it is, yeah? Yeah. Pete is the one who presses record on the thing. So if he ain't here, <laughs> nothing ain't going live. I, that said, I can't be a single point of failure, so I need to show you guys the <laughs> stream yard stuff. But either way, yo, heavy hitters, we're in the house. Come on. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys for listening. Um, hey. Let's kick things off with a sorry, not sorry. We're bringing heat on one of the hottest days. Come on. Trust. Double as whammy. You can see. As you can Double see, whammy. Can... Man's out here in a while. You're just flexing small. You see, you see flexing. Flexing. I had flexing a shirt small. on. I had a shirt on and it looked like, so sitting like this, it looked like my shadow. So the entire time on video, <laughs> I couldn't see. And then like, I, I must've done this or something. I was like, wait, hold on. It's just wet. It's just wet, man. <laughs> so that's why I've taken the shirt off. Cause I was, I've literally been sweating and it's just been like, it was not, it was not a nice look. I don't know if this Whoa. is a better look, but alas. Yeah. I was sweating just sitting in the car. <laughs> Yesterday I was washing the dishes and my, I took, I had to take my shirt off, and my whole back was just from washing dishes. Yeah. Well, that's what I was doing before. I mean, like literally. I mean, now I close the door. I'm like, if I, I might as well make it a sauna, try and get like a little heat therapy in. But yeah, it's just Whoa. summer came late. But uh, yeah, what are you gonna do? Gotta be grateful. Yeah. But yeah, let's uh, let's kick things off with the sorry not sorry one for one. Yes, sir. Cool. So. I mean, it's going to tie into our conversation, but I'll ask you this. If someone's to ask you, who is Mo? What are the things that you use to define your answer? So I'm not necessarily asking the question. I'm mm. asking, how do you construct your answer to that question? What elements, you know, comprise the answer? Yeah. Um, compose that answer? So it's it's a very interesting one. Um, I've wrestled, especially doing leadership coaching. I've mm. really wrestled with that a lot. Um, you can you can even I've I've heard people say, "Ah, oh, who are you? you?" You normally answer with the things that you do, mm. um, but so, uh, some people answer with their lineage, their fathers, and blah blah blah. So I'm the son Ancestors. of Matt, rare tear this and that. And it's just like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the son of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or whatever. <laughs> and um, I think, so the, the answer that I, I would give is a bit existential. It's that kind it's of a question. Meta. It's a bit meta. But like, I am the culmination of all of my experiences. Okay. Um, that that forms who Mo is, mm. but um, practically, I will say, um, I am who you experience me as. But yeah, I am more than you experience me as. Okay. So I will then almost seat my identity mm. in your experience of me. Mm. 
but then shed light into your experience of me doesn't capture the totality of who I am because okay. your experience of me is different from Noah's experience of me, from Leia's mm, experience of me. Mm, but I try to present, for me personally, I try to present the same me in every situation in as much as some people would have a bit more proximity to that. Mm. There are some people who have different faces in different places. And so it's a curated version of who they are in different spaces. But I try to be consistent in different spaces. Um, and so I would then see that questioning, I am who you've experienced me to be. Mm. Because that experience would be rooted in everything that I have gone through. Mm. But at the same time, I recognize that you haven't experienced all of me. Mm. And so I am still greater than you've experienced, but I am who you've experienced for good or bad. And I have to embrace both the good and the bad elements of what, how you've experienced me. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know if it answers the question. Because well, it doesn't... No, it, it, that's the whole point. That, is, that was the whole point of it, wasn't it? Mm. Um, was, was that question... It, it, wasn't, it wasn't so much the answer to the question. It was the ingredients that make up your answer. Mm. And I think that's an important... I think that's a, a very self-aware answer. Um, because there's an acknowledgement of yes you know beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder as it were mm. but then i like that second part where you take back and recognize i am not restricted to you know the 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 the, the visual you see or yeah. the thing you experience and yeah. as much as that's going to be your experience of me that's not all that i am i think that's yeah. quite that's yeah. quite good cool i'm i'm happy with that i'm happy oh, with no. that yeah. So, um, so my question bleeds into identity slightly as well. Mm. Um, bit of context. When I first came to Christianity, I think it was the time there was a lot of talk about what is your purpose, what is God calling you to, mm. blah, blah, blah. And um, that was when Rick Warren, um, Purpose Driven purpose -driven Life, life. Yeah, was really being mm. championed and stuff. Um, so my question is, how have you approached the whole notion of what is your purpose, mm. um, rooted in faith, rooted in Christianity, mm. not just whimsical, what is your purpose as a human being or whatever? Yeah. I mean, in faith, it's still kind of as a human being, what is your purpose, but also what is your God given purpose as Peter? Mm -hmm. um, and secondly, how would you go about counselling someone who is new, specifically new to faith, who's mm. consumed with this, what is my purpose? Right. So I think outside of faith, right, outside of faith, talking about purpose, I think that there are, it's, if you don't believe at all, right, then we have a difficult thing. We have a different, difficult question to answer because if you don't believe at all then i'm going to presume you hold an atheistic worldview which is we're all here effectively by accident mm. right it's hard to have purpose as an accident if all you are is you know a a, a circumstantial organization of chaos that exists within the period of your life mm. it's hard to have purpose because you're here by accident. Like, who gives you purpose? Purpose has to be defined by or given by someone who has intent for you, 
who has something for you to accomplish. So if you don't believe, then it's a it's an even more difficult question. How do you derive yeah. purpose as cells? You know, mm. as as just cells, which is what effectively you are. Yeah. If that's yeah. the entire story. However, if you do have faith, then uh, not even if you have faith, if you know God and you be, you understand His existence is real, and He has called us to an existence, then there's inherently in His given us existence and inherently a, a accountability to Him for the existence that He has given us. If He has given you a life then we owe him something. We owe him what we're going to do with that life. Um, and that then puts into perspective the idea of his wrath because Ooh. he has literally given you a life. You know, what are you going to do with it? And if you then bury it in the sand, understandably, he comes back and he's like, well, what do you do with the life I give you? Yep. I buried it in the sand. I did whatever I wanted to do. I didn't even consider what purpose you might have given me. He is well within his rights as your creator to do whatever he wants mm. if that's sending you to hell um, um you know whatever that might be i'm sorry but that's what it is yeah it's, it's just that. that you got a hold of l he created you in yeah. similar fashion to we're both you know poets if you write a poem and it's not doing what we want to do we can crumple that piece of paper up and throw it in the dustbin no yeah. one will call us yeah. mean for it right Ooh. because it's not doing what we want to do so that then frames my answer in there are two elements to it. If you believe in God, I think there is the purpose that God has defined. There are two greatest or the summary of the commandments. Love God, love your neighbor. He seems to have created us for love. We see that inherent in, um, in humanity. We seem to always find something to love, whether it's ourselves, whether it's yeah. a pet, whether it's a partner we pair off or multiple partners. We seem to be a, a creature designed for love. It's unsurprising then that we love God, love others um, as his purpose. Um, and that, that, that of course, um, that is realized in different ways. Loving God is serving God. Serving God is, you know, preaching the gospel, being a representative, being a witness. Um, all of these things so that that encompasses a lot but then there's the other thing which I think is God has created us fearfully and wonderfully each with a unique set of traits skills personality and we tend to tend towards certain things we mm. tend to find ourselves thinking about or being passionate about a particular thing or set of things and i think equally those are your purpose as well if you can't help you know you've seen one kung fu movie and you can't help but think about kung fu think about oh you could be a good kung fu person you try it you love it you know you're in there you 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 can't help but you know not to notice time pass you're there for two Ooh. hours feels like you know a moment you know yeah. but, but i think you're called to that i think yeah that's something you should do something you should pursue something that goes built into you mm -hmm. um and so it's I, I think it's it's that's the second thing is what are those things that you naturally find yourself wanting to tend toward uh, towards that aren't sinful of course you know yeah we'd all like to bang the hottest chick yeah um, but that's not your purpose. 
<laughs> that's something designed the specifically bank is your wife it sh should be <laughs> um you know but those things that aren't um sinful that inherently you find yourself passionate about you find yourself mm. enjoying you find yourself just it's so easy for you to absorb knowledge on archaeology you know everyone else that you speak to about it is just oh this is so boring you're dusting yeah, stuff yeah, off yeah, yeah, yeah. but you find it so fascinating you are called to that go and yeah. do that and so outside of loving god and loving people and everything that that means i think it's the things that you find yourself drawn to the things yeah. that you find yourself entering the flow state in not noticing time being yeah. so engrossed being happy to yeah. absorb all the knowledge on those are the things that you are you're, 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 those also define your purpose really you should good. pursue those yeah really good so yeah yeah i'm yeah. happy with that i'm happy with that um yeah i really wanted to you, you you touched on everything that i thought i thought about in terms of your natural inclinations mm. not seeing your purpose as this divine like mm. nebulous thing but just mm. oh like i really enjoy drawing yeah. maybe that's something that god has put into me exactly or like exactly. i really enjoy just help like seeing helping children learn yeah. maybe that's something that god has put into me exactly um and like giving room to these things um and just allowing them so it's like you don't necessarily need to go on this 40 day spiritual fast or anything just um lean into your natural ten not natural but it's like lean into the things that give you joy yeah so long as it can be done to the glory of god like exactly that's exactly. corinthians 10 31 yeah yeah one call 10 31 that's my verse that's my yeah. verse right there if eating and drinking self-serving things yes. must be done to god's glory how much more everything else yeah Come on. there you go yeah 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 cool so yeah I'm, I'm happy with that sweet sorry not sorry done i think we survived it um the topic for today so dude i don't actually listen to the news i'm realizing now i don't actually listen to the news so i don't know anything going on mm. <laughs> in terms of like social culture whatever but um and i hinted to this in our in our whatsapp group um let me set the scene so as you know i've had an injury knee yeah. injury um you don't realize how much you use your knees until you can't use your knees and then it's like yo i can't even walk i can't sit what am i gonna do i can't straighten my leg fully i can't stretch it's stress um but for about well over a month now almost two months um i haven't been able to train i'm only getting back mm. into it now um haven't been cleared i had a physio today she's like yeah get back into it it's cool go light but Ooh. yeah <laughs> you your light me? is not my light <laughs> the physio the physio I was, uh, I was at she was like yes yeah, so when you injured yourself you were you were squatting and she was like yeah cool were you squatting with any weight I was like yeah how how much weight I was like mm. she was like oh light I said 140 she was like oh yeah light <laughs> and then she had to laugh at herself she was like what <laughs> And it's like, was this your first time? I was like, no, 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 that's not even my last set. <laughs> She's like, he's like, yeah, don't go back to that. Take your time. <laughs> Take your time. We're working. We're working. Maybe we started like seventy halfway, and then. Bro, I swear yeah. we've. I swear we've. I swear we've quarter squatted two hundred before. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I would say I would say a half squat for my ego. <laughs> 
but yeah. <laughs> I saw that video one time. I was like, "What were we doing?" Bro, bro, even bench, bench was just. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. I mean, you built some strength, but anyway, anyway, that's that's beside the point. So I haven't been able to train, and as I'm building back up to it, I'm I'm having to be wise about sort of not jumping in at the deep end but i started to ask myself this um and this is what i was struggling with right i haven't i fully intend to get back into mma training fully completely Mm. i intend to do it but i started asking myself what's the difference between an addiction that you need to sort of function and a positive pursuit so i fully believe in like maybe a bit of um, behind the scenes, I think it's important for a man to be dangerous. I think so. Like, yeah. call me Jordan Peterson. I don't care. I, I think, think it's Robert important. or Nita, or, I mean, or Dre, or both of them just messaged on, oh. just commented on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I can, now I can trash talk to your face, boy. Yeah? <laughs> Pay you. From, from the safety of your home. <laughs> Um, yeah, so so I I think a man should be dangerous. For me, it's important for me to know that I know how to fight, mm. right? In terms of fitness, in terms of health, in terms of stress relief, but also in terms of confidence, like just mm. confidence in your life. If someone busts into the house, if I can't take them, I want to be able to buy some time so Anita can get out with Zara, sort of yeah. thing. It's important for me. But then I've I've, I've, where I've not been able to train and I've not had that stress relief, I have noticed it's feeling more tired, feeling less motivated, just mood a bit down, you know. Yeah. And, and we'll push through. But I'm sort of asking myself, what's the line between an addiction, where we also know addictions or withdrawal symptoms from addictions have the same effect? Yeah. Less motivated, you don't want to get on, you don't do yeah. anything and a positive pursuit that is challenging that is addictive you know what where's the line between those two and i've been i've been struggling with that and on some to some degree where i've not been able to train by virtue of an injury and it's having a an effect on me and i'm starting to wonder I guess the, the, to bring in the Bible verse before I let you answer, and I've gone on for a bit, you know, no, no, no. is this one of those things that's, yes, permissible, but has it now had control over me? Yeah. Or now have I yeah. been brought under yeah. it? Or is it a, uh, a positive pursuit that is useful that, yeah, you can continue going? As I said, it's not like I, I feel like I shouldn't do it anymore. I don't have that conviction. Yeah. I'm just thinking through sort of yeah, I don't have that yeah, conviction, I don't, I don't have that conviction yeah, it's like, important to say because uh, yeah. yeah yeah so yeah what, think, what are your thoughts on that I think um, it is circumstantial it is individ- like individualistic mm, in mm. the way it plays out um, there is there is almost a sense of like physical exercise definitely has an impact on you mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, And so if that has almost become a mechanism or means of just maintenance, which has its benefits, when once you stop, 
there will be this knock-on effect. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be a knock-on effect. Um, I think where it becomes dangerous is, and this can this can creep in very subtly, mm-hmm. is when it attaches itself to how you view yourself and your identity. Mm-hmm. If part of how you view yourself is this gym-going guy, or mm-hmm. this even in gym-going girl, where it's, it's a part of the package of who you are, mm-hmm. um, that can be very dangerous. Um, because when a you, you are more than the gym, so okay, so, yeah, so, the, the yeah. emphasis if it makes you angry, okay, <laughs> the emphasis. I still don't know if this is Robert or um, or Drea. Anything you can't drop or stop doing, you're addicted to. Which is which is a fair point. Yeah. But would you say the same about praying and reading your Bible? Well, I, I'll actually even um, rephrase that in saying, is it a bad thing? Is Is addiction in and of itself a bad thing or can you be addicted to the right thing like praying or reading your bible because mm. we all we, we can all agree those are yeah. not those are inherently good things praying and reading your bible are intrinsically again, good again arguably oh, there you go there you if go you're let's hear the heresy it, yeah if you're doing it <laughs> as a again it, it's, it's become attached to your identity that yeah. man reads my bible in it like yeah. i pray like i yeah. do my thing yeah. Then I'm just like, rah, your heart may not be in the best of places. For well, that. so here's, here's, let me, let me ask another question then. Is it bad for something positive to be attached to your self definition? Okay, so <laughs> I'll tell you, and, and this, this is, this is an, an, an extremity. Mm. I tend to fall into extremes. Yeah. Um, I started gym. Okay, and so I it is Robert. So just just understand, okay. it is Robert, and and uh, yeah, cool. He's saying praying and reading the Bible, but gym. no growth. There's no, it's a problem. <laughs> I started gym. Yeah, but um, but when I started gym, I'd be in the gym for no word of a joke for like five hours. Mm. That, that is unhealthy and unhelpful mm. in however you think about it. Yeah. Um, gradually, that kind of came down. But when I hit uni, obviously, QM had a gym in, in, the, in the uni. So I was living on campus. I would go to the gym, come back. I felt that God wanted me to fast. Mm. And I had a conversation with God saying, bro, the time you want me to fast, start fasting. That's gym time. Yeah. And obviously, I need to eat after gym to ensure that, like, I replenish the things. Get in the anabolic window. Yeah, I need to replenish the things so I don't like the gains in it. Yeah. And I'm going to have to sit me down to say, "Yo, like, in as much as you started this to be healthy, to be all of these things, it's become a problem." Mm. I didn't recognize that. Mm and even um, Bible study. So I used to bang, when I was on my poor washer vibe, mm. I used to bang Bible study on a daily basis, but I would bang Bible study by myself. And this was mm. in, co- um, in conjunction with the gym. Mm. Gym, Bible study, as well as trying to do my uni stuff. <clears throat> I would bang Bible study by myself 
but I realized that I became knowledgeable, but cold towards people. Mm. And so there had to be the shifting away from the heart behind it. Mm-hmm. and submitting myself to God first, even in doing these things. So it's it's a tricky one because, again, I say I tend to fall into extremes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm having to be very intentional about trying to remain in the middle. And, and I may have fallen into an extreme about being in the being middle. in the middle, <laughs> extremely in the middle. <laughs> uh, um, and so it's trying to and so i think it always comes back to um an issue of the heart Mm. an issue of the heart and is this a case of so like in being able to physically protect your household and stuff like that um the challenge of seeing god as as your protector as your banner Mm. even above my physical capabilities to mm. to secure my family mm. um because yo i <laughs> i could be the baddest guy at my mma gym but this don just came from thailand he's been doing up the muay thai over there so yeah my little kicks and that ain't doing nothing to him or he's got the jiu-jitsu black belt and stuff so i'm trying to do he just yeah, yeah. choke him and out um and so it, again, it, it's there is this, and I think it's particularly insightful for Christians to ask the question of how much are we relying on our efforts mm-hmm. um, in comparison to our dependency on God, mm-hmm. um, because half of these things inherently aren't bad. Mm-hmm. Um, football isn't bad. Mm-hmm. But if you start worshiping your football team, then then it becomes an issue. Yeah. And so it, it's when, when our hearts almost cross a certain threshold, mm-hmm. then it's almost like, okay, how do we navigate this? Yeah. How do we ensure that God remains the center, and all of these things kind of float around it? Um, so let me let me um let me dig into this a little bit because, like, for, so for me. One, one thing that martial arts gives me is the humility to know that I'm not I ain't the baddest person like you, we've trained together you know yeah. you've called me this you've called me that and it sticks with me you called me a glutton for punishment right and it sticks with me because I notice it in the gym I'm I am yeah. almost I'm running to the strongest people to beat me up <laughs> <laughs> because that's how I learn and you know you challenge yeah. yourself and all of that facing adversity like that's yeah um, so it's it's not so much I, I say that to say I never feel like I'm the I'm I'm the toughest person. And in addition to that, at the back of my mind, and this is me from a kid, there's the idea of if I'm not fighting to God's glory, I will lose, no matter who I'm fighting. Mm. The way I will not start a fight. Like I'll walk away from the fight if I can. Right. And and again, yeah, this is this is the old school power rangers don't use your powers for personal gain rule but at the back of my mind somewhere there is this instinctive understanding that if you're not fighting for god's glory you will lose so it's like even then it's like i'm not gonna 
pick a fight because I think I'm bigger than a person. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I will yeah, lose. Yeah. I feel like I'm not fighting on the side of good. I will lose. <laughs> so there's that aspect of things that for <coughs> me then hints at okay, maybe my heart isn't in the wrong place. Mm. And then now let me let me give you this, and this is where my theology is going to get challenged, right? Job, the story yes. of Job. He before he lost everything, Satan. God pointed him out to Satan. Mm. God said, have you noticed my servant Job? Yeah. Satan then said, you've put a hedge of protection around him. Mm -hmm. Right? What we noticed, however, was before that, Job was doing certain things. Job would always give a sacrifice for his kids after they have a party, regardless of whether or not he knew they'd done yeah. something wrong. Yeah. He was serving God. He was doing everything right. Right? Here's my question is... If God hadn't chosen to use Job in that way to demonstrate mm. his sovereignty, as we see in the, in the, in the story of Job, yeah. um, I think that's one thing I initially misunderstood about Job was it's actually about God's sovereignty more mm. than it is about anything else. Yeah. If he hadn't, Job would have carried on being a wealthy, successful guy. And if you look at it from the outside, he was just following, he was doing the right thing. And I, I don't want to say that was making him successful, mm. but I can't help but think there's a correlation there. He was yeah. doing something right, right? And everything around him, the things that he was doing, seemed to be right. His heart evidently sort of became a bit self-righteous because that's what God called him out on. Yeah. But if he wasn't self-righteous and he, he, wasn't, he didn't fall into that, I would, I would theorize he'd be fine. Like... Mm. The, the entirety of time he'd be fine and so that then brings me to if there are good things that we're doing and we are able to protect our heart from falling into these sort of you know, self-righteousness or having the wrong intention you're, you're bible studying for 10 hours mm. only to say that you've bible studied for 10 hours you know if you're not going down that path yeah. then is there still an issue with attaching your identity to some of these things i am the guy that or job is the guy that you know sacrifices to god because he's scared his kids might have done something wrong yeah. and he knows that you have to give a sacrifice yeah. if that's not rooted in some sort of self-righteousness is that a bad thing and I, yeah i think yeah i don't know if it is it, it i i feel like it's not but this is why i'm submitting to the fairness let's you know let's uh Let's refine. I think the, the distinction between good things and God things comes to mind. Yeah. Um, and again, the, arguably in the one thing that is revealed in Job is God's character. Mm -hmm. So even in like the revelation of God's sovereignty in, in the matters of like the devil couldn't do anything outside of explicit permission from God, mm -hmm. um, which even speaks into um the active and passive permission of god or god doing something mm. whether it's actively god doing something or passively by allowing it to happen <clears throat> there is this notion of um job didn't job not understanding the character of who god is mm. the character of god um in that there was this there wasn't this recognition of god's graciousness over his life and over his children 
in that he felt right, it, it, it could have been this in, uh, perception of it's my sacrifices that are keeping my children alive if they mm. have done something wrong mm. um, without recognizing that it's the graciousness of God mm. that's keeping them alive um, and so there, there's this revelation of the character of God and so there's almost this arguably this this perception of in God permitting the devil to to um, essentially torture Job, Job got a clearer view of God, yeah, and yeah. was able to then interact with God in a much, um, in a way that is more in line with who God is and mm. who who He is in relations to God, mm. um, and so that then comes into the into this realm of our conversation in that. With God, even with God challenging me around Bible study and gym, it allowed me to view God differently, and also see myself as a as a reflection of that, and seeing okay, I am not living in line with who He has presented Himself to be. Um, there's one thing that I enjoy about you, which is you tend to approach every situation with a a mindset of being able to learn something from it mm. um and so even when you get into a fight there's almost this what can i learn from this mm. um when we're sparring when we like like whatever it is is like how can i what can i take what is being what, what is being spoken what wisdom is in this and i i i see that as a real strength and so even when you're like even as I fight, I see it as like there is God behind God as a motivator for this, which leads me into the statement, which leads me into the thought of um, the person's disposition mm -hmm. or natural inclinations will also determine whether the pursuit is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. So because you have a, a student's mind in, normal, in pretty much everything that you do, mm. um, there is the recognition of I could be wrong. Mm -hmm. There is a recognition of this may not be the right, like this is where my conviction is leading me, but I am happy to be wrong, mm. knowing that I will learn and hopefully readjust and kind of get into the right space. Mm. Um, and so that moves you into a more malleable state where it's like, okay, I can take I can take this L because it's going to lead me somewhere better. Mm. There's that recognition, and so I say that to say, even in the evaluation of is this like how is this impacting my identity and how I view myself and stuff like that? That there is this inherently um, honourable attribute within that to even have this open discussion, and so I think that that bodes well and even reflects a heart that is submitted and is trying to be, is actively trying not to make things an idol. Mm. So even if that is the case, mm. I see it as you're in a good position to make an adjustment, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I see that as even in this in this space, potentially your view of God or your relationship with God being challenged, being shaped, being deepened to some degree in that, okay, if you're 
considering whether there is something there, then it almost goes back to how do you see your relationship with God? Who do you view God as and who do you view him to be in his relationship with you? Um, do you almost see it as without doing this, this won't happen? Mm. Without going to the gym, um, I won't be able to um, physically protect my family. Mm. Not necessarily, no. No. Because I think it's it becomes a thing of it's good to have a plan but it's it's better to know god's in control if that makes sense and i don't think those two have to be have to go um i don't think those two can't coexist Ooh. if that makes sense i don't think yeah. it's post i don't think it's necessary that it's either you completely trust god or you completely trust yourself right but rather i think it's I completely trust God and I think that I could be one of the things that he uses <laughs> so let me get to the gym <laughs> but you know even stuff like you know that having some sort of security like locking the doors and, and checking the doors at night it's not mm. it's not like that's going to stop me for or don't stop anything from happening but it's almost it feels almost like that's a discipline that God's put in place because if the door yeah. is open then the guys can just come in, you know. Yeah. There could be an angel standing in front. Yeah, that's fine. But then maybe God's, instead of the angels, just saying, lock your door. Mm, makes sense. I see that as good stewardship. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You I know. see that as good stewardship. So, and so, yeah, there, there is this notion of stewardship Yeah. in line with, like, God is giving you this, how are you stewarding it well, even in mm. trust, re- recognizing that this still is God's thing. And yeah. it belongs to him. So, like, this physical body belongs to him. And so, even mm. honouring God with how you're treating the body and stuff, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so... I think, as you said, it, it's... I think it does come down to, sort of, your heart. Mm. And being aware or being self-aware enough to know that that doesn't... Just the fact that you know I shouldn't have this heart doesn't mean you don't. And Facts. so, it's it's like I was thinking, fail with faith, because yeah, it, yeah if if you trust yeah. in God yeah. and you're you're moving, you know, if you're wrong, He will correct you because you trust yes. Him, you know. Yes. And if you're right, then more power to you. So, cool. <laughs> I think I, yeah, I, I can vibe with that. Fail, fail with faith. Um, also recognizing that. Um, I heard. I don't agree with all of what I've heard this lady say, but she mm. said something, and I was like, "Yo, who is it?" I, to run. No, 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 no. <laughs> My old vicar's wife. Oh. <laughs> um, okay. Because she she doesn't believe in hell. I'm just like, yo. <laughs> wow. Interest. Good for you. Good for you. Um, but she said, "God's will is not a tightrope." is more like a field. Mm. So, and it's like, if you make one mistake, you haven't fallen out of his will to eternal condemnation. It's mm. a field where you can almost veer off and still keep exploring and stuff while still being within his will. Mm. Unless you like depart from the faith, 
you haven't really stepped out. Um, and I found that th there are caveats there, but I found that super helpful because for the, I realized that for the most part, I have understood God's will as being a tightrope, whether I got it right or wrong. Mm. It's either I'm idolizing this or I'm not mm. without recognizing that our hearts are a lot more complex. Mm. And so you can almost have a tinge of both. Mm. Mm. Um, and it's by the spirit that we're able to then veer off to the right direction. And God mm. allows that mm. in that maturity and stuff kind of inches us more and more into, into alignment with who he is. Mm. Um, so yeah, I guess that becomes I, a more important thing, isn't it? Is that consistent being led by the spirit or submitting yeah. to the spirit? Yeah. I should even say, yeah. Um, even when you are sort of doing things and maybe you're not sure or you're you're wondering or you're uncertain, then still submit to the spirit as you're doing it. Failed faith, yeah, yeah. And it's the interesting thing is obviously without faith, it is impossible to please him mm. um, which then leads to your statement with faith it is impossible to not please, please him, him. Yeah. Um, again arguable mm. but <laughs> but the sentiment stands in that if you are genuinely doing something out of faith mm. even if you make a mistake I still believe that God would honour that yeah. and yeah. if the mistake is detrimental God can almost still use that as part of your story in navigating you to where you're meant to be um, so I don't see it as if you make a mistake in faith it derails you from where God is taking you you may suffer consequences and you're going to have to walk with those consequences but it doesn't derail where God is taking you even David sleeping if Bathsheba didn't derail him from being the, like the greatest king Mm. It did have implications, and he didn't sleep with her in faith. Like I'm not exactly. even trying to. Yeah. It, 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 this wasn't. That wasn't. This wasn't feigning with faith. That was. That's <laughs> no. not that. That's not that. Um, but in repentance and in humility, and in accepting his mistake and the punishment that came with it, God still navigated him, and He mm. used that story for our benefit to see that yo, even David wasn't without fault. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Still called an eye yeah. after God's own heart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think um, it's uh, it's even it's even one that's challenging me because there are a few things I'm just like, okay, how do you be consistent and see consistency as its own thing mm. in terms of I am not making this thing. I am being consistent in a part of my identity. It is a part of my stewardship in that God has placed these things in front of me and I'm being consistent in them and I am serving in that capacity. Um, so whether it's gym, whether it's like um, fatherhood, wh whatever it is, being consistent but not allowing being a good father to be your identity. Because okay. mm. God wants you to be a good father. Like yeah. in that role, he wants that. But yeah. that's not your identity. Well, I guess the question then is, can it be? Should it? Should it not be? I think it it plays into my statement initially 
the mm. sum total of my experiences. Mm. But I am almost, I am not, what you experience is the sum total of my experiences, but I am almost more than these experiences also. Yeah. There is this But then, so does the more than there also contain your intentions? And can an identity or, or something that you consider part of your identity be an intention? I want to be a good father. Mm. And so I want... I, I want to be a good father and I want it to be such a good father that that's something that defines me. I am a good father. Mm. In addition <clears throat> to other things, in addition to yeah. I am also a survivor of, or I'm also someone that's had this experience. As like you said, the mm. culmination of experiences is, is true, but then in the more that you rightly, I think, um, 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 identify, is that more also comprising intent um that's a good question i would almost ambition etc i would i would side intention to character mm. rather than identity because a character your character is the sum total of your of your actions and the like your intentions which then flows out into actions mm. so like consistent character it's like this person is consistent. Like I am consistently late to church. That's almost a characteristic associated with me now. <laughs> That's his character. <laughs> That's his character. He's late. And so when I'm early, people are like, "Oh, raw, you're early," because it's, it's out of character. Mm. Um, now, some people may conflate character with with um, identity. Yeah. The late where one. would you where would you draw the distinction between the two? I would I would draw the distinction. From, I would almost, I would say character would be intentions and actions. Okay. And identity would almost be um, the consistency of how people experience you and how you experience yourself. So character being action-based and identity being experience-based. Okay. Could you unpack that a little bit? Could you, I so, don't know, maybe give an example yeah, so um, your so it's almost like your habits determine your character. Mm. So if if you're if you've got a habit of waking up at five, doing a devotional, praying, um, cleaning the house, blah blah blah, those are all characteristics, and mm. these are intentional decisions you have taken to do these actions, mm. um, and it forms a characteristic. But then your wife waking up at six seeing you hunched over praying knowing that you've already cleaned the house that almost becomes how she ex experiences you and so almost as part of who she knows so her experience of your character forms how she perceives you as a person right. and i think that perception of who you are is how yeah. people identify you in right. terms of how they've experienced you yeah yeah and yeah. so if your identity, how you've experienced yourself is, I need to be in the gym. Mm -hmm. Then I'll say, I wouldn't want to experience myself as a set of actions. Okay. I would want to experience myself as more relational than as a series of actions. 
And so I would say the consistency of going to the gym, I would, I would like to slide that into character of being consistent. But then experiencing myself, I would like to experience um, a warm, loving individual who is devoted to God and loves the people around him. So I would rather that be my identity than banging gym or being an adult photographer or whatever. Mm -hmm. I would almost like these things to be an overflow of my identity as one who loves God and loves the people around him. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of flows out into these character traits of trying to go to the gym to keep myself healthy, to be able to play with my kids, pick them up, throw them around, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so these character, this, these character choices then almost re reinforce the identity that I want or that mm. I believe I have in Jesus. Mm. Um, and then those characteristics hopefully will align with the identity as people experience me. Mm -hmm. So there mm -hmm. won't be any hypocrisy within my character and that and, and the identity. Mm. Okay, so almost almost one feeding the other. Yes. Um, or, or, or one being the 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 yeah the the impetus behind the other. The the, yeah. the character that you've built determines the experience that others have of you. That mm. then informs their understanding of your identity or how they identify yeah. you. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. And so, so. I, I would, I would like there to be a case. I would like it to be a case of, for me, anyways. There to be a, there won't be, but I would like my identity to almost be bigger than my characters, than, than my character cho uh, characteristic choices. In that, when people experience me, they don't just experience the gym head, yeah. or whatever. But even in the gym when we're banging waist, they still experience a person who is invested in them. Mm. So even as we're lifting weights, I'm still like, raw. so like, so the way that we were able to still break bread whilst lifting weights. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so our experience of each other was that, yes, we're pushing each other in the gym, mm. but we're still having these vulnerable conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, so I think there's an element there of maybe unfairly also reducing that to, because we're talking in the context of just gym, reducing mm. it to going to gym, because the gym head that you experience, you could also be experiencing through his consistency. Like, yes. because he's consistent at the gym, because that's built into his character, yeah. he's consistent in coming to pick you up, you know, from, from home or in, in um, and always listening to you or something mm. like so you're still experiencing the gym head it's just you're experiencing the consistency that yeah. being a gym head has built in his character yeah. in however he's serving you or yeah. however you're relying on that person so i think i think what i'm taking is the identity will be the identity almost ends up being other people's um, it ends up being formed beauty in the eyes of the beholder but what we should focus on is building character and in building character in being um, in, in having a good character people have a good 
experience of you mm. i would i would almost push it slightly mm. um going back to what we said initially in that the character we build stems from um how who or how we view ourselves um it's it's been because i think just saying my identity is is um is a child of god it says a lot and it says nothing at the same time <laughs> facts yeah. it says it, it's just it's just yeah like what what does that mean mm. um and that's why i was like okay fundamentally how i want people to experience me is to experience my love for god um experience me loving God and loving my loving my neighbor as I love myself I almost extend it to loving the world that he has created mm-hmm. um, particularly because for um, as uh, Isaiah 6 mentions the whole world is filled with his glory mm-hmm. so if I am to rightly see God then I'm to rightly see um, God in the things that reflect him Mm. including myself including other people also including like chickens including trees including whatever I'm knowing that the vegan. whole world is, is filled with this glory I'm, so I'm not going vegan. vegan I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a see I'm a see God's glory as I eat the chicken well, I can't, I <laughs> thank it you tastes for glorious the, the, egg, <laughs> the peri peri sauce but, um, but, but just, just, just on that mm. in saying you want people to experience you and, and see your love of God. Yeah. They will experience that if you've been working on your love of God. If you, they won't. It, it, they won't experience that if all you do is talk about it. If that makes sense. Yes. Yes. And so that's what I mean by your in, in doing that. You're building. Maybe let's get away with the terms, but in your in loving God and in living that out in your mm-hmm. devotion to him in your following his leading in your care for his people yeah. those are actions that you're doing right yes. and if those actions become consistent and that's mm-hmm. what you consistently do that's what you consistently strive for then again removing the the, the the words whether that's character whether that's identity this is what you do you love god yeah. these are yeah. your actions when people yeah. experience you they experience that Yes. And, and so they experience that because you've been doing it. Yes. What I was trying to say, what I was trying to hint towards was I don't want people to, in as much as people will experience my, my habits and my character, mm-hmm. I want them to experience the motivation behind it also. Okay. If that makes sense. So it does, in, but how would in, they do that? And and that's and that's the thing that makes it. My identity shouldn't be my characteristics and my habits, mm. but my habits and characteristics should stem from the identity. Okay. Okay. So then so, you're you're defining the identity, are you? Yes. Yeah. So it, it's it's a case of. Um, Being called a good and faithful steward, uh, good and faithful servant, mm-hmm. is or good and faithful steward, arguably could be an identity, mm-hmm. 
I would argue against that because he sees us as sons in Jesus. So steward is almost a job description. Okay. And so being a, being a good son could that be an identity? And that, if that is an identity. identity. Yes, that is yeah. an identity. Yeah. Um, and so stewardship mm-hmm. is a job description, right. arguably. Yeah. I would argue for that in that everything that God has given us, we've been called to steward and steward yeah. wisely and well. Yeah. And so in my stewardship of this body, of this household, of this family, of the job, of everything, um, what you're experiencing hopefully is my faithful stewardship. Mm-hmm. And it can be very easily to conflate my identity with my stewardship. Mm-hmm. But there's a reason why I'm being faith I'm being a faithful steward. And that's because you're a son. And that's because I'm a son. Mm-hmm. And so I would want you somehow to experience the reason I am being a faithful steward mm-hmm. as opposed to just experiencing me as a steward apart from that reason. Right. Because that would be a very shallow experience of me. So if that's you only that's... experience yeah. But interestingly, that was the word I was going to use because that would require a deeper experience of you yes. to know I'm experiencing the sun more, not just the good steward. Because you can meet someone who works for a company and yeah. they, they're good at their company, they, they, they care about it, but then it's, it's, it's a job. It's just a job, you know. Yeah. But then you could also meet someone who is building their father's company yeah. and they're doing the same thing, but there's something more to it. Because there is that familial, you know, yeah. link yeah. as well. So that's that's a fair, that's a good, that's something to mull over, I think. And I think that's well. where it takes me back to my identity being what you've experienced me as, mm. which would be the set of characteristics and blah blah blah. Um, but also, my identity is more than you've experienced. So mm. hopefully there's a depth to it that you're still yet to uncover or proximity mm. that you haven't reached yet. Mm. Um, but I also recognize that in saying character, there are traits of um, thought patterns and blah, 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 that mm. kind of falls into identity. So if someone is always swearing, mm-hmm. that forms a part of how you experience them. Yeah. yeah. Um, now they may be spitting facts, but mm-hmm. after every two words, there's an f bomb. There's a whatever. And Shout it, out it, Gary V. No one hears <laughs> from him nowadays, but that's that's that yeah, just he Gary had, v. He, he had his he had his heyday. I think he mm. may be trading off at the moment. Mm. And so that almost shapes the way that you experience him. Mm. Um, and so I recognize that that like, your experience of someone is more nuanced than just their character. Um, but the main thing that we tend to experience is their character so even with Gary Vee his work work ethic Mm. that's what put him on the map Mm. that hustler mentality Mm. and he tried to like elicit some of the mindset behind it Mm. so even with Kobe Bryant Mamba Mm. mentality Mm. that's what people saw yeah but then he tried to explain like i don't want anyone to think that they can out train you bro that's mad (laughs) but that's that's the mindset behind the characteristics that he Mm. he portrayed Mm. um 
So yeah, it's it's almost some would con- some would say mindset. I mm. wouldn't say mindset, especially from a faith perspective, because I think it's it's mm. bigger than mindset. It's, it's a spiritual it's, thing. It well, and and that's the thing because as I'm thinking about it, just as you said, that that son and steward um, illustration, I think really drives it home for me because we we've done karate before. And, you know, in Kyokushin Karate, it's, you know, an outsider looking in, it's vicious, you know, yes. bare knuckle, it's vicious. However, <laughs> there is something to the fact that in our training, like Darren and, and Anil and um, what's his name, Alan, or recognize something about our faith through it, which I think is, is that's, that's sort of, I think it's it's forming in my head and that's the thing is like in all the martial arts i've done people will note how n- nice you are kind you are polite mm. and stuff like that all attributes that i think speak to oh i'm only this way because god saved me and like i see you as an image bearer and as much as i'm trying to yeah. choke you unconscious i see yeah. you as an image bearer and so there's that that level of christ coming through still even in those things, I think that's the exact thing with the son and the good steward. Even you know, we're not even talking about bad stewards, but the good steward, he's doing yeah. the work, but then he's just doing a job. Yeah. It's just a job description. Whereas the yeah. son, there is more to it that's yes. maybe even in, in in inexplicable almost, but is there and is is, is tangible, is recognizable. So that's 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 good. That's 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 the good me actually. Yeah, I think this this has been super helpful on my end as well. Um, mm. So it's almost with with going back to like the gym example and even fitness and stuff, that that would that speaks to your diligence as a steward. Mm. In terms of characteristics, you've built this character trait, um, and so in trying to recognize if this is becoming an idol. It's almost looking at this habit and saying, okay, what is the motivation for this habit? Mm. Is it yeah. still rightly stewarding the body that God has given me? Exactly. In order to rightly stewarding the body, rightly stewarding the family he's yes. giving you, rightly yeah. being available to even steady to do what God has called you to do. It still roots from yeah. what God wants, or at yeah. least my interpretation at this point in time of what God wants. <laughs> yeah. Um, which yeah. is, yeah, which is actually, yeah, very um, comforting for me for some reason. Because it's like, oh, yeah. on, a, on a practical, sometimes I'll be like, like, bro, why am I going to the gym? Because I want to be hench, <laughs> innit? <laughs> Man wants to be hench. And then I'm like, okay, cool. We need to pray about this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so... When you find you're looking in the mirror a bit too much, like, ah, You don't like yeah. that. Man, it's like... The mirror's right in front of the shower. It's just like, oh, swear down. All right, cool. And yeah, mm. <laughs> so mm. that that almost comes a litmus test. Yeah. This yeah. this character this character trait. Mm. Why is this so important to me? Like when I mm. stopped after Leia was born and I stopped training, I saw someone who I used to work with in Sainsbury's, and the first comment this person said was, "Wow, you've gained weight." Stress. Was this person African? Because yes. that, that'd be what African want to do. Hey, you've put and, on. And the, you've put on. <laughs> and, and the thing is, well, this, pers- this person wasn't wasn't a slim chicken. Like, wasn't... <laughs> but because everyone who knew me from Sainsbury's knew me as hench, mm. that mm. cut me to my core. And I was like, now nah, I need to go back to the gym. 
Mm. And it was because I needed to get back to that image. And it was, it had nothing to do mm. with God. And right there, it's like, that's a problem. Mm. Mm. That doesn't okay. align with yeah. the motivation of, of sonship, yeah. which is my identity, sonship. Mm. Um, mm. I'm still, mm. and it's like, I'm still experiencing what it means to be a son. Mm. And so even my experience of myself is still yes and no it's still there is more to me than even i have experienced mm. Mm. and so my identity is still being formed in that i haven't experienced the fullness of who god has made me mm. so yeah i think that that's been helpful for me because i've been wrestling with it as well um yeah there's been a few mm. things that i kind of feel like god is putting on my heart to do and i'm just like oh and it's just like okay if I start from identity as a son and then I kind of let it flow out from there, mm -hmm. how does it impact these things? How does it shape them? That's a it's good space dope. to kind of start the conversation from. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, this is dope. And it, for me, it's, it's very affirming because I notice the questions I ask myself or, or the things that I end up judging myself on becomes based on like what can I do and so even even in terms of fighting it's like oh, I'm not training I'm not building the skill I will not be able to protect I won't be able to mm. do the things I'm not physically capable of. I'm, I'm getting tired chasing around Z helping her play and stuff I'm not able to do those things and so train and those things stem from stewardship stem from understanding god has blessed me with these things yeah. as a father being his son being wanted to be responsible for my wife for my kid and so it's yeah it's very it's very affirming and that stewardship sonship um, uh, um contrast i think was, was was especially helpful so yeah we've uh, we've, we've hit we've hit 110 let's uh let's yeah, round right. off there I think I yeah. think this is dope. I think this has been really, really good. Yeah, it's been me. super helpful. It's been really helpful yeah. for me as well. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's um let's hook let's hook the man them up. Yeah. Uh, should I? Can you? Uh, can I go first? Yeah. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah. Cool. So surprisingly, my hookup is going to be One Piece, the Netflix live action adaptation, because I mean, thus far, Netflix haven't been <laughs> netflix haven't been uh, particularly good with their yeah. live action adaptations yeah. we don't talk about death note anymore um, bro <laughs> bro cowboy bebop was eh. yeah um, but one piece thus far has been good um i still think personally and i know you disagree with this and i don't care my all-time best live action adaptation uh, of any anime Roroni kenshin i have to put in there because till this day. And then I found out that the guy that plays Ronnie Kenshin has the same birthday as me. Yeah. Day. Day. Bias. But he comes in interestingly because the guy that plays the villain in the final um in the final uh entry of that franchise is actually Ooh. Zoro, the guy that plays Zoro in One Piece. Okay. One Piece. So oh, it all ties together nicely. But yeah, the One Piece live action thus yeah. far has not been disappointing. I'm like four episodes in. Okay. Um, I've been hearing yeah, good things about it. I've, I've been even hearing the, the Japanese 
fans were were feeling it as well. Yeah. Well, the creator, I just saw today, actually, I just saw a short, that the creator of One Piece, Ido, whatever his name is, was talking to the character that plays Luffy. Okay. And said to him, was like, oh, once I met you, it was just like, I really feel like you are the character I drew. And the guy was tearing up and everything. And it was like, it was a very, I don't know, it felt really nice. But yeah. I, did, yeah. I saw a picture as well of the director mm. showing Luffy and the character Luffy and Zoro um, a scene from the anime right. as they were shooting. Right. So it was almost like they're, they're being as close and actually yeah. following. Yeah. yeah. Which is dope, yeah. and I think I just I just wonder how long they're gonna keep it going because One Piece is still going on. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. still going on now. They haven't found the One Piece the other, as far as I know. But, um, yeah. Live action that I vibes with was Full Metal Alchemist. That was good. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. I never watched the anime fully, okay. so I only have the live action. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard mixed. I've heard good, mixed to good reviews of of like of Full Metal, um, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nah, that's sick. I'm, I'm definitely gonna try and watch that. I've been hearing good things about it. I've got a shameless plug, um, hey. as my hookup. The topology of Sutton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got, I've got um, a commissioned exhibition happening from the 16th of September mm-hmm. through to the 23rd. So the 16th is a Saturday. Next week, Saturday through to the next two weeks, Friday. Um, it's going to be in uh, a park called Queen Mary Park. If you go to my Instagram, the pictures there, the details are there, what it's about. So my Instagram is at hmuseh. So H-M-U-S-E-H. Um, yeah, the details are there. I'm going to be trying to do a promotional thing throughout the week. But yeah, that's a little shameless plug. Um yeah, and I think actually no, nah, I was about to drop another anime, but I've I've dropped it already, so I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> cool. Dropped it already. Cool. Well, yeah, that that was good. That was good. Um Yeah. Well you can drop it again, you can use Robert's uh Robert's. Yeah, actually, let me Because he's not uh, here, because he's a pagan. He's not here. I was gonna say Hell's Kitchen, but I've I've already is it Hell's Kitchen? No. Uh, Hell's Paradise. Hell's Paradise. Yeah. I keep Have saying you finished Hell's it? I finished, I finished season. it. Yeah. There's only 13 episodes. One season, 13 episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I finished it. Um, oh, I haven't seen it. So don't hold me to it. But I'm, I'm trying to watch um, the new Star Wars situation Ahsoka. on Disney Plus. Ahsoka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. she, so yeah. I had watched Clone Wars the animation, right. and Ahsoka was like my favorite character. Right. So to yeah. see her spin off, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. 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 And that was yeah. a fan casting as well. That was like, um, who? What's his name? Boss Logic. He does like lots of like stuff on Instagram. He's like mm. an illustrator or something like that. He does lots of that. He, I think he did a like a imagining of Rosario Dawson Dawson as Ahsoka. And that, that was like part of the pathway to her getting the role. I think she's perfect in it. So yeah, I've been watching yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I, did, I never watched any of the Star Wars, but because of her, I'm watching mm. Ahsoka, Ahsoka. And <laughs> I did that thing you hate where I go and watch a recap. So I watch a recap of Rebels 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> to sort nah, of build you know my knowledge up for this, but yeah, it's, it's good. With Star Wars, I can vibe with it because Star Wars is a very comprehensive. Love. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can vibe. I can vibe with that. Yeah. But I, I want to start watching it. Yeah. It's like no, it's good. an hour it's good each so episode, and it's yeah. Uh, yeah. stamina, stamina. Yeah. The annoying thing for me is I don't like I'm spoiled. I don't like weekly stuff anymore. Like how they mm. become every week. I'm gonna wait till it, it finishes and then watch it all in one go. But yeah. I also don't have the time to do that. So I end up watching the episodes in bits anyway. Like, yeah, oh sure. Yeah, 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 it's the same. Yeah. Bro, it took me a whole day to watch a twenty minute anime. <laughs> a whole day. <laughs> Stress. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, man. I'm still waiting for the nineteenth when the new Mortal Kombat one is released. Because once it's released and it's only a matter of time before someone cuts all the cutscenes together and I get that twenty three hour long story <laughs> that I'll watch for the rest of a month or so. But yeah. <laughs> there you go. Cool. Go, well, this was this was a good one. This was a really good one. It was hot and yes. for the live stream, forgive my my microphone. I need to get a new microphone. Um but yeah, heavy hitters we represented, I think. Come on. Um, and and it wasn't diluted with the so-called best half of the furnace. <laughs> if he's still on. <laughs> Someone's <Without> still on. <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you guys for rocking with us. We hope this was edifying for you too. And uh, yeah, like hit us up. I think this is one of those ones where it's good to hear different perspectives. Um, so definitely hit yeah. us up if um, you know. Hey, D man, D was here. David, David was here. Yeah, shout. Out. I recognize his email because this is the email that he. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I yeah, said yeah. This yeah, is like yeah, his yeah, first yeah, email yeah, yeah. or something, so I recognize him. But shout out to David. Shout out to Robert um, for for joining us. And yeah, please do do holler if um, anything struck a chord with you, or if you have perspectives on this. You know mm. that identity or that sonship. Sorry, sonship stewardship. Um, dichotomy I think is, is really really useful so yeah hope you've enjoyed it um, Robert's not here to do the spiel but yeah if you if you know us you know where to find us so <laughs> YouTube seems That's... to be the space right now boy YouTube does seem to be the space yeah so yeah um, have a have a good rest of the week guys and uh, yeah stay stay blessed this is the blacksmith's fairness the better Full up the heavy hitters, the heavy hitters, four fifths of the furnace <laughs> signing out. Come on, peace. <laughs>